pink whale, and that's Garage. <laughs> detector on pinkies it's the fay driver uh, we are coming to you on a barely sunny late morning weekday uh, and I'm going to start off with a car question from that Peter G since I've done my research and um, and then I'll tell you about what I've been up to it's been rather hectic around here have to say been busy but we'll get into that later if there's time so let's listen to peter g's question peter hey Faye, it's that peter g calling for a garage wheel okay, yeah. question so my husband is looking at new cars thinking maybe of the hyundai santa fe it's kind of a mid-sized suv and he wants the all-wheel drive version he wanted a hybrid they do have it but then he looked at the plug-in hybrid, and the plug-in hybrid does not mm. is not offered with all-wheel drive when the regular hybrid is. Yeah. Seems like an odd thing, and I wondered if you had any insight as to why that would be. I, I kind of looked online that I didn't really know what to look for, and I couldn't find why plug-in hybrid wouldn't have all-wheel drive when the regular hybrid does. Anyway, it's kind of a riddle, so thing you can call it. Thank you, Faye. Thank you for calling. Okay, so Goodbye. now, in case uh, you didn't quite hear that question, Peter G's husband is looking for a, a Hyundai Santa Fe. He wants an all-wheel drive, They and he wants the, the hybrid and or probably preferably the plug-in version. So that's his question, and he's saying they don't make the all-wheel drive as a plug-in. And there is a, and he wants to know why is that not offered? So they actually do make the high, the hybrid, uh, sorry, the all-wheel drive plug-in version in Europe, but they are not offering it in the USA at the moment. However, they may be bringing the the plug-in all-wheel drive to the USA sometime in 2021. That's just a rumor. Who knows? We may it may never happen so let's talk about all of these various things what's the difference between a plug-in and a hybrid and why would they have it in Europe and not in the USA um, so a hybrid uh, has a very small battery I believe the battery in the uh, the hybrid all-wheel drive is um, a 1.7 kilowatt hour battery and that is minuscule that is a very tiny battery um, uh, which is fine for a hybrid because a hybrid generally relies on the engine to provide most of the propulsion and it uses the hybrid just to fill in for the starting you know starting out and possibly in passing for passing power and stuff like that but the, the, the electric motor in the hybrid versions generally get very little use comparatively to, uh, you know, like a full electric or a, or a plug-in version. Now, the plug-in version has a much bigger battery. I don't recall exactly how big the battery is on the, uh, the Hyundai Santa Fe plug-in. Uh, it's 
you know, it'd be more like probably like 20, 20 or 20, could be up to 25 kilowatt hours. And that's a pretty large battery. It may only be 19 or 15 or something like that um, for the plug-in version. Uh, Georgian Atlanta just bought a plug-in, uh, plug-in Ford Escape. Um, and he's probably getting, you know, on, on a plug-in version of a, of a hybrid, which just has the engine as well, right? So you have your engine, your gas engine model, and then the electric component with the electric motor. Uh, when you have that as a plug-in, the batteries are relatively small. So you probably hope to get about, you know, 30 miles out of uh, a plug-in version with a, with a gas engine. Um, now, the drawback of a, uh, a, a battery system is that they're extremely heavy. So you have this heavy battery, uh, you know, I don't know how much they weigh, but hundreds of pounds, right? 200 pounds probably, um, maybe more, depending on the size of the battery. And um, so uh, more weight means less fuel efficiency. Then you have the engine on top of it and a gas tank to, to carry. You gotta carry all the way to the gas tank. So when you get into these plug-in hybrids with an engine, uh, you're getting into a very heavy car. So uh, your, your, uh, all of these things add to the weight of the car. And then if you throw in the all-wheel drive version, you now have another, you have, you might have a transfer case or a very complicated transmission that divides the power between the rear wheels and the front wheels. So that adds more weight. All of the drive system for the, for the all-wheel drive being, which would be the rear, in most cars, the, the, now the new rear uh, drive, uh, drive shafts and thrust to shafts and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff that goes into making the other set of wheels provide power to the car, all of that causes weight, creates weight. So if you're going to have an all-wheel drive car with a plug-in hybrid with its battery and an electric motor, you're now adding you know, hundreds of pounds of additional weight to this car. And that is going to reduce the fuel efficiency or the, uh, the EPA, the mileage, the energy efficiency of the vehicle. So, um, this is why you may be less likely to find an all-wheel drive vehicle with a plug-in hybrid system. Although George's, um, I'm pretty sure George's uh, Ford Escape is probably an all-wheel drive um, because they do make them, so you can get them. So why then is Hyundai only offering the all-wheel drive uh, uh, plug-in hybrid in Europe and not in the USA? Well, you can get in the USA the Hyundai plug-in front-wheel drive because uh, they do make that. But I suspect there's so many factors involved here. I suspect that because in the USA, the EPA has these very strict requirements about what a car company can make and what kind of fuel efficiencies 
that they are expecting a a motor a, a car company to provide. So like when when say you're Hyundai and you say you go to the EPA or whoever the whoever the uh, uh, the overseeing regulatory bodies are in the USA who say this is what you can here's what you can sell in the US let's call that organization the EPA I mean, it could be something else it could be the IIHS I don't know who it is but somebody says okay you're a car company if you want to sell cars in the US or in California for instance you need to have a lineup of cars so that all of your cars combined get a, a highway an EPA estimated uh, highway gas mileage rating or whatever you know the rating for the, the fuel efficiency rating has to meet a certain standard so Hyundai has determined that okay we can only sell certain cars here because if we add this really heavy all-wheel drive plug-in hybrid Santa Fe to our lineup in the USA that's gonna drop our overall fuel efficiency of all the cars we sell in our in our lineup below the minimum requirement so I'm guessing that it's something to do with the regulatory uh, situation and how you know how hard these car companies have to try to um, contend, uh, confirm, what's the word I'm looking for, how hard these car companies have to work to meet these, these rather stringent requirements. So that's why I think, Peter, that you're not going to get your Hyundai Santa Fe all-wheel drive plug-in hybrid um, because uh, it doesn't, it's not going to meet the, the fuel efficiency requirements of the EPA or even though it might be a fairly good fuel efficiency uh, fuel, e fuel efficient vehicle it's just gonna tip that scale just enough that they can't sell it in the US that's what I think now I could be wrong if you have a different idea about why what what's going on here anybody out there in the world you can email me like that Peter G has at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com and I'd be happy to debate this situation. I'd be happy to be enlightened by anybody who had a better idea about why. The other thing is, you know, these car companies, they make very small margins. Another aspect could be if they've done their market research and they feel like they can't sell uh, you know, X number of units of this type of car in this country, then they're not going to invest in it, in, in building it and getting it shipped here and getting it all passed and all through all the regulatory stuff and the safety monitoring and all that kind of stuff. You know, all the safety testing, double air, you know, airbag crash testing and all that. Uh, because it's very expensive to bring a vehicle to market that hasn't already been approved. So as soon as you add something a little different, like now you're putting, you know, 200 pounds of extra weight on a chassis from the battery pack, then probably the EPA is going to want that car to be tested again. And so this may be one of the reasons why. You know, it's all about marketing. You know, car companies are not in the business of making cars for you to enjoy. They're in the business of squeaking out every minuscule cent of profit 
you know, minimizing every single expense they can possibly minimize to be able to sell a car to you at a profit. So it's a it's a very cutthroat business. Uh, I don't know how these car companies do it, to be quite honest. So these are many of the factors that I think go into the reasoning behind why certain cars are available in the UK and not available in the US. Uh, so that's uh, thank you, Peter G, for that very complicated question. Um, well, the question was simple. The answer <laughs> was maybe too complicated. So let's talk about the Faye driver. Well, I've been, it's been a rather hectic here since we got back from uh, our vacation uh, to the interior of BC, which I spoke about on my last episode. Um, you know, I, uh, I am retired, so I no longer have a job. However, that doesn't mean that I'm no longer uh, working to generate income. So I have various projects and uh, uh, financial endeavors that I'm involved in uh, that allow me to to make or keep my money. <laughs> so I've been heavily involved recently in uh, some business ventures. You know, I. Uh, so I, it's been very hectic for me right now. I'm working on a deal. You know, I'm always working on a deal. So I'm, I'm kind of happy to say I've been putting a bunch of effort into uh, working on a deal. <laughs> and uh, the deal could be settled soon here. Uh, so that's why I've been not very active on the, uh, in the podcasting at the moment. Uh you know, so things may settle down here. Maybe after the month of June, I'll be, I'll, I'll have more, more uh, time on my hands, and I may be podcasting a bit more. Right now, I'm on my way to the doctor, or I should say, the doctor's lab. I'm going to get poked and prodded, and have some, get some bloodletting done, stuff like that, to make sure that uh, I'm, I'll be able to live long and prosper. So. Uh, that's where I'm off to at the moment, as well as some rather minor errands, um, and important errands too, so that's what I'm up to. So things are going good. We've had a really bit of uh, awful rainy weather here. Um, I think maybe the rain will shy away in a little while, and it's going to be a lovely, gorgeous summer, at least I'm hoping so, so I'm looking forward to enjoying uh, more some, some more summer activities. And uh, Mr. Anderson and I are also working on our next big travel plans here in July, so uh, July and August. So I uh, got a lot going on. We're we're we got a lot of irons in the fire, as they say. So things are overall going pretty well. Uh, other than I've been quite busy and working quite hard, uh, but uh, that will be that'll soon stop, and I can put my energies back into working on this house. I want to uh, want to uh, clean my gutters and wash my house, uh, the new house that is, and um, get it looking all prim and proper. I got to hang my pictures too, pictures and, and some art. I bought some new art when we were on our most recent travels. 
got to get my pictures and my art up on the on the walls in the house. So I got plenty of things to do. So those are the kinds of things that are going on. I am the Fade Driver. Thank you for listening. If you have a question like that, Peter G, about your car or a car you'd like to own, um, please email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Thanks for listening.